Welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast for Contractors. Get actionable advice and tactics on how to grow your home service company. Plus interviews with industry experts dropping value bombs in marketing, sales, and operations. And now, let's power up your home service biz with your host, Mark Ambrose of Battle Plan Marketing. All right. Hello, Contractor Pros, and welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast, episode number 18. Today, we're going to talk about preparing your home services business for success if we have a recession. For over 243 years now, the U.S. economy has cycled through an endless stream of up and down cycles, even some extreme booms and busts. It's an endless cycle of what goes up eventually becomes inflated and unaffordable and must come down. And what comes down becomes out of favor and eventually a bargain. And then the cycle starts all over again. We've now experienced one of the longest bull markets in our economy in all of its history. Technology has brought us new industries, new markets, even new human behaviors. And with it came incredible economic growth. We now have four $1 trillion companies in the USA, Apple, Google, Facebook, and Amazon. Notice something? All tech companies. That is what has fueled our growth. Don't let any politician on either side of the aisle take credit for it. It's been all about technology and incredible growth. Been a great ride, but what goes up must eventually come down. And add to that the danger, you know, we have currently, what, millions of people out of work because of this pandemic. Businesses, so many of them lost forever. And the fact that the world is still far from being normal, right? So I myself, we've lived in the same house for 30 years because it was near my wife's best friend. And a happy wife is a happy life, right? So we've seen the uh, Southern California real estate market cycle three times up and down in that 30 years, in that time frame. And the behavior at the top was the same each time. We're going through it right now. So we're actually in our process of selling our home because we believe we're at the top again. So the behavior happens the same here anyway in this third cycle. Explosive price increases and multiple offers at the very top with lots of investors, quote unquote, and lots of Wall Street going in there and buying up rental properties. But entry-level single-family homes become unaffordable for the average family. And that is the trigger. And soon the house of cards comes falling down fast. So one day everything was booming, and the next nobody was playing anymore, and prices start tumbling. Game's over. So I'm a realist, and I need to prepare my company for what is most likely coming our way. I'm not shutting down our business. I'm not scaling it down. I'm not doing any of that. I'm preparing it for success, even in the worst of times, right? And that's what we're hoping you will do as well. So maybe my crystal ball is wrong and we go into a roaring 20s like boom cycle coming out of a pandemic, right? Well, then hell yeah, bring it on. We'll do even better than we would have otherwise, right? It's called preparation. So here are 13 lucky tips plus a bonus that you might be able to use to prepare your company for a potential slowdown in our economy. Number one, clean up and standardize your inventory. So turn old stuff that's not turning over into fire sale cash or donations and available space in your warehouse. 
Standardize what you carry and make every truck be an inventory duplicate, like a franchise. Create an inventory tools and equipment list for each service vehicle. Standardize it across all vehicles. Specialize, like we said in episode number one, I believe. Streamline services, right? Go, what are the high margin, big ticket services to zero in on? Specialize on those. Specialize your inventory to attach to that, of course. Scale your inventory into the high margin, big ticket services. Number three, reduce debt, right? You don't want to take debt into a downturn if possible. If times are good and you're having good months, pay down debt wherever possible. Speak with your financial planner. I don't claim to be one. Disclaimer there. But do take a look at reducing debt. And at the same time, yet building credit lines might need more credit in the future, right? So try to do both and just revolve that quick turnover in credit. Keep the uh, credit alive, credit score good, and available for the future. Number four, build cash reserves, right? So uh, that goes without saying. If possible, build cash reserves. And you can help do that by number five, following the profit-first accounting system, which we touched on in episode number two, right? To make sure you always have money for taxes, salary, and profits. Number six, when you need to add vehicles, consider two or three-year-old vehicles instead of new. They lose 20, 30% of that value right away. So if you get them from the consumer side that are you know, in good condition, you could save some good cash. Something to evaluate there. Number seven, increase efficiencies, right? So we've discussed this in several episodes. Automate wherever possible to increase efficiency, cut costs. So things like a CRM, customer management database, project management system, sales pipeline and messaging system, dispatching system, referral system, reputation management system, accounting systems, et cetera. Prepare for that now. Go through the ugliness while the times are good and you have the money and the power to do it. So prepare yourself for the times when they're lean. Number eight, get great at bookkeeping and reviewing the books every couple of weeks and review with your accountant, you know, at least quarterly or so. I know that's not at the top of your 10, 10, you know, top 10 list for anybody, but, you know, business is all about numbers. So you got, you got to get good at them, period. Especially if you're going into a downturn, man, you got to learn how to squeeze. You got to know where to squeeze, when to squeeze and where it's all going. Number nine, calculate your prices properly, right? So we've touched on this in a couple episodes also. And the book, How Much Should I Charge by Helen Rohr, who's a, ran a $40 million plumbing franchise. The book applies to any service company. How Much Should I Charge by Helen Rohr, R-O-H-R. Get your prices right and everything else can fall into place kind of easily. Well, nothing's easy, but everything falls into place if your prices are right. Get them wrong. And it doesn't matter what else you do or how hard you work, how many jobs you do, everything is going to fall apart. So everything starts with your prices. Get them right. Number 10, systemize collecting accounts receivable. Not a fun topic, but you know, you need to plan and implement a contact follow up and collection system for all accounts receivable, especially if you have a lot of commercial clients. Because it's just normal to push back paying invoices when times get tough, especially for commercial businesses. So be ready with a system to be the best you can be at it, you know, considering the circumstances potentially. Number 11, if you're doing a lot of new construction right now, consider adding some service work. 
Service work is always needed, even during a recession, but of course, new construction can dry up in a heartbeat really fast. Projects get postponed or canceled real quick in a real estate downturn. Take a look at adding some service work, maybe one truck out there, whatever, you know, examine it. Number 12, add recurring revenue with service agreements. So we've touched on this as well also. Maintenance contracts, service agreements, maintenance contracts, VIP clubs, any of the above, however you want to name it. You know, recurring monthly revenue. Adds revenue, adds site visits and inspections, uncovers other work, keeps the homeowners happy by preventative maintenance. You're top of mind when problems do occur, it and they occur in every every house. You're creating relationships, creating referrals. It's a vital part of staying connected to existing clients, but also smoothing out revenue. So start now and over time, after a few years, you've got quite a nice recurring monthly revenue just from service agreements. But again, it's a vital part of staying connected to existing clients, which leads us into lucky number 13 which is the number one way to stay connected to existing clients is through email marketing. Yes, it definitely still works. In fact, it works better than almost any other option you have. And it's a very low cost way to engage with your customers. Plus, you can build an engaged customer list database, which can be a very valuable business asset, both to you and if you look to sell the business in the future. The best way to do all that is to start an email newsletter, have it go out weekly, every two weeks, monthly, maybe monthly at first and scale it up as you get better at it and used to it. Make it something people want to open though, because it's about your town and, uh, and about their home, right? And it's not about just an endless stream of promotions from you. Don't do that. There's that Gary Vaynerchuk book I mentioned uh, in a couple episodes back, jab, 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 right hook. And the jabs are give, 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 you know, info. And then, oh, by the way, we sell something is the right hook. And an email, I would say it's way more than that. There's, I should always have some sort of promotion in the email, but it should be 90% about them. You know, their home, DIY tips, money saving tips, energy saving tips, you know, uh, your clients have homes. So tips for the house, things about your town, right? Events going on places that your team likes to go eat and take the family to, et cetera. So talk about the town, talk about their home, get them to open it, stay connected. And now for our bonus tip. So lastly is to consider cooperative marketing. So who do you know and like that owns a business in your service area? Are they someone you might run a cross promotion with? Do they run a great company, first and foremost, right? Your reputation is on the line. So only run cross promotions with solid companies whose, you know, whose customers have rated them best in their class. So find other local businesses and business owners that you can cross promote each other's business with. So who do you know that doesn't compete with you directly, but you serve the same client, which is homeowners? So you can team up and cross promote each other, send email announcement with special offers, introducing the, you know, the other party. You can print postcards, flyers, or like add specialty products, little squeeze toys or whatever for their texts to give out to their customers while they're in the field, right? You guys could do some cooperative advertising. So you both join in on a mail piece or a radio spot or sponsoring a local event or something like that. You might even, you know, be able to exchange referral bonuses. So if you have an automated referral system, you could plug them in 
and monitor all the business from there, make it easy. All right. So there's some tips to hopefully help you prepare for any downturn we may have and put yourself in a winning position to thrive no matter what. All right. I hope that helps some of you. Thanks for sharing your time and attention with us today. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast so you'll get notified of future episodes. Feel free to share this episode on your social channels. Good luck out there and create a great day. Thanks for listening to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast. To power up your home service business, for show notes, visit battleplanmarketing slash podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share it on social. Until next time.